A spirit is nothing more than a person without a body, so they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. The spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody is looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody is trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist, angels don't exist, demons don't exist. My friends, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around, but you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries that's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. Redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought it was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Welcome to the live Wednesday night live house party, man. I hope you are tuned in here, not only on our radio network, UMO 21.8, your boy Blue and DJ No Flow in the house here on the house party. And that you folks, the Final Whiskey Boys. <laughs> Boys. With the one and only. 
Your boy Blue. I'm doing a little work. Right, we got some we got some guests from Philly right here. Right where that eye of the tiger comes from, man. That's right. Time to get in the ring. Got the glory. With the distance now, I'm back on my side. Oh, back on my back. No, never mind. I don't sing the song. Survivor does. I'll let them sing it. The last of survivor. All right, here comes the best part right here. Ready? Here it goes. Ready? 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 It's all you Philly people out there. Oh yeah. What? The island of tigers. What we doing? What is it? I am a tiger. Oh, come on now, man. You oh, always, we always get pumped when we hear that song. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, right now you are live with the 5OST boys here on the UMO 21.8 Amplitude Network. Man, live here on radio, our our main deal. You can always see us on UMO TV. If you go to umolv.com, we are live right now broadcasting over YouTube and over Facebook. So, behind me on my left shoulder, you can see me and No Flow. Here, live in front of you. And I'm sorry, guys, we didn't give you a warning about how we looked. Okay, so oh, yeah. that's uh, just, just please deal I, with I, it. We I, were born I, like. This, I apologize okay? in advance for. Uh, yes. For the. Uh, yeah, that part. <laughs> <laughs> we do apologize ahead of time. Okay, it should have been. You know, we should have given you an ugly warning. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, a voice for television, a face for radio. Yep, absolutely. That's right. You know, what I'm always. Saying? But ma'am, thank you for tuning in <laughs> worldwide, no matter where you may be, whether it's day, night. Afternoon, you're live here with us here in Las Vegas, Nevada, 7 p.m. start time. Doing it, doing the most. If you are listening to us on our Friday or Monday encore presentation, thank you for clicking and listening to us live on the 21.8 Amplitude Network. And if you're listening to us on demand, which means you went to our website, push the play button on Spotify or whatever else we're on, thank you for that too. We appreciate you clicking and listening to us because all ears are good ears. Absolutely. And you know what? Hey, listen, go to umolb.com. And also, we want to hear your opinions, whether they, whether we're going to like them or not, whether we're going to agree with them or not. That's okay. That's fine. That's Give own. us a call at 833-586-6218. And... Let us know. Yeah, we want to hear. We want to hear what you got to say here on umolv.com 21.8 amplitude. I, I, I want to open up the show with this before we go into our, pro, our proclaiming. Okay, rest in peace to Tina Turner. Tina Turner passed away today. On mm -hmm. um, the news hit on our feed, so you know definitely 
rest in peace. What an incredible artist, what an incredible human being. She went through a lot of stuff in her life. Mm -hmm. She was an overcomer. Um, we only hope that she, uh, she had her salvation moment with the Lord before she passed. However, incredible person, you know, she, uh, she had a story to tell and boy, did she tell it. Yeah, she, she did overcome a lot of odds and, uh, and, and, you know, went through a lot of stuff there when she, uh, back in the, back in her early days there, yep. but she overcame. Okay. And by the way, I mean, not only was she a great singer and, uh, she got some great songs that, uh, that, you know. What's love got to do with it? What's love uh, got to do with it? Uh, we don't need another hero. Uh, oh boy, you know that. Well, you, you got an anthology over here, huh? Well, you know, we don't. Uh, we don't need another hero. Was from the from the movie Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome because she was anti in Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. Did you know that? I had no idea. You had no. I. You ought to, You should look up Tina Turner Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. Okay. Okay. I will make a point of sometime. Some, <laughs> at what point I will definitely get around to it. Sometime later on. Yeah, right. I, I'm not going to tell you when. I'm just going to get to it. But you know what? <laughs> but let's just address two things. Uh, what's love got to do with it? Love's got to do everything, everything to do, do with it, it because it, Jesus is love. Real love. And We're talking about real love. We're talking about real love. Genuine godly love. See, people say I love you all the time, and it's such a cliche because they they say something they don't understand. And you know, me and my mother were talking about this earlier today about dialogue and about people using words properly. This falls right in line with that. We, I, I really believe we have we have an illiteracy problem. We do not know how to construct words. We don't know how what words mean. So we say things that we think are right mm -hmm. because society has deemed them proper. But like for instance, if you say anything of a phobia behind it, that doesn't mean you're against something. That means you're afraid of something. So if somebody says, I have a phobia, like arachnophobia, planophobia, homophobia, whatever it may be, I'm not I'm not afraid of, of people who are homosexual. I have no problem with them. Right. They're their individuals. I now I, I don't agree with them. That doesn't mean I'm against them. Yeah. Okay, I'm 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 against some of their values because if it, this is this is the thing about it, okay, before we proclaim, this is the thing about it. And I'm gonna put it out there because it's a big issue right now in society. You can be who you want to be at any point in your life. It is irrelevant to me. Right. The moment you step into the godly world, the moment you want to be a Christian, so to speak, mm -hmm. there are certain standards that go with that proclaiming. Okay. Right. And those don't waver. No matter how much you want them to waver, they don't yeah. waver. So you can break down and completely destroy scripture trying to framework it to your perception. Mm -hmm. However, to be a Christian, to be a Pentecost, to be someone who believes in the Lord on that level of Christ and Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. there is a standard to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, now that doesn't mean religious either. Don't get, well, don't go way overboard. There's has a balance. There's a balance between spirituality and reality. There's a balance there. Don't do not be so caught up that you lose reality. But if you are a person who is a, living against the Lord, don't proclaim it. You get what I'm saying? You, you follow what I'm saying? Right. You're looking at me like you have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, if you if you're saying that if that if that if you're somebody that's pro, that's speaking against the Lord, don't. not necessarily. Okay, we're talking about people who who live a homosexual lifestyle, right. an anti-Christ lifestyle, mm -hmm. or whatever, and they still proclaim to be of Christian nature. That's absolutely uh, impossible. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Impossible. Okay, no more crickets. That's what we're talking about. Well, no, there was no crickets in the beginning. Only, only crickets 
might you're be in your like might be in your apartment you're, or something. You're looking at me like I you're like, what is he talking about? Dear Lord, help me. So let's <laughs> let, let's let's address the issue here. Are you talking about phobia? Now before we go ahead and proclaim, let me just go ahead and say this, okay? Okay. That number one, all right, I am not uh, to say that you have a phobia of something is to say that you're scared of something. All right. Well, of course. Uh, number one, I'm not homophobic, and I'm not transphobic. Because I'm not afraid of either one of them. Absolutely. Now, let me clarify that here yes! for a moment, just in case yes! you think. Yes! Okay. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. You want it again? Yeah. Okay. Yes! Yes! Okay. Yes! Yes! Right. Because, again, when you use the word phobia, you're saying that I'm afraid, afraid of it, of and I'm not afraid of them. That's my okay? point, though. That's what I'm trying to say to you. Now. Or say to them. Do I uh, do I agree with their lifestyle? Absolutely no, not. It has nothing to do with Absolutely that. Absolutely not. When you say you had a phobia of something, that means you have a fear. Yeah. False evidence right. that appears right. False evidence that appears real. When you say you disagree with someone's lifestyle, choices, religion, whatever, that's not in a phobia. That's just you disagreeing with that's, somebody. That's us disagreeing. Okay. And, and so those yeah. who may have a problem with this whole verbiage and wordplay that we're going through right now. Mm -hmm. Give us a call, 866-586-6218. Yeah. Let's hear what you guys say. Give us say. a call, okay? I'll, yeah. I'll even put it up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it up even on the screen of our live broadcast. Here it is, okay? So there it is right there. There's a the number, 833-586-6218. Give us a call you want to talk about. we got a little bit of time. We can go over it, and we can discuss this, okay? Let's do it. Because it, it, it is annoying when people say that to people who don't agree with you. Like, are you Christophobia? Are you Godophobia? Yeah, I mean, we could turn it around. We could use it. Uh, we can use that their their same tactics and their same uh, and their same uh, rules that they've set up. See, that's the problem with it. See, there was a time where we're trying to walk side by side with them. You can have your your crazy nonsense, and you think we have crazy nonsense, so we can coexist. Problem is, is they want so much more, and I blame the church on this because the church has had ample opportunity to step in and to squash some of this. It's okay to disrespect the Bible. It's okay to, to disrespect the Lord and, and mock his crucifixion. Mm -hmm. But God forbid you come against them. God forbid you don't wear a rainbow shirt. Yeah, God, I, you know, God forbid you don't march with your with nothing on besides a pair of chonies and a top. You know, yeah, I've been seeing them I, do that. Wait. I, I can't just, remember what chonies are. Okay. Chonies are underwear. <laughs> okay, you're right. You did mention that the other... Yeah, get, all right. I need uh, I need some sort of uh, rebuke on that one there, okay? Because you bet you told me that a couple of months ago. Uh, what a, what a choni what chonies were, okay? So I, I'm telling you, okay. So if you ever seen an LGBTQ plus event, they, uh, they 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 don't they don't look in the mirror. Well, maybe they do and they're just blind. I don't know. So one of the one of the two things are going on, but it's not very pleasant. So my point is is that. If, if they can get things passed in Congress, in the government, mm -hmm. in the city, in the Senate, and they're passing all this stuff and they're okay with this, why aren't the Christians, the, the, the charismatic, the, the, the Republicans, stepping up and saying, hey, 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 no, okay, we don't, we're not about butchering babies. We're not about you just going running roughshod all over our government and saying, you know, we can't do this and we gotta have pronouns, he's and him's and those and these and those all day and all that stuff. Come on, you're confusing the heck out of people. Yeah, let, let me uh, just mention this to you here that if you want to believe that you're the green Martian from planet Pluto, all right, go ahead, believe it. That's your thing. Live that, your that, life. Paint is, yourself green every day, okay? That is Dance your with business. a unicorn on, uh, a horn on your head there. 
um, you know, with, uh, wearing a tutu. Me. I don't care. You gotta be kidding. Do whatever you want to <laughs> do. But the moment that you tell me to start accepting your lunacy. Lunacy. Okay, that's, a, that's a big word. Okay. Lunacy. Yeah. Well, the moment that you tell me to start accepting. See, our, she even thinks it's lunacy. Oh, you talk about Rosie? <laughs> she's right here. If you don't know, Rosie? she's watching the camera. Oh, she, my she's gosh. She's right here in the corner next to the door. Rosalita. And as soon as, soon as NoFlow said lunacy, she started barking. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So, But the moment that you started to expect me to go ahead and change my grammar, my English language to fit your lunacy, no way. Ooh, no. Use no way. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to call a he a she and a she a he. Listen, just because Amen. you just because you put Chevy parts on a Ford, it don't make, make it, it a Ford. Ford. Oh! Just because you put a Ford part on a Chevy, don't make it a Chevy. Get it? Got it? Good. All right. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. That's the beautiful thing about the house party. We do not care. <laughs> I'll tell you right you now. Say that again. You do not care. We don't care. <laughs> okay. You got a problem with it? Give us a call. We'll we'll we'll, we'll deal with it on the phone uh, line. We'll talk. Yeah, let's talk about it. All right. All right, but you know, this is the thing. We are no compromise. Okay. Yes, we have our things in our lives. We deal with absolutely everyone else does. We're human. But when it comes to the Word of God, when it comes to the beliefs, it comes to the show, it comes to the station. There is zero compromise. That's it. Bottom line. Okay. UMO 21.8 Amplitude, the network of UMO LV Digital Broadcasting has no compromise. You know, you, you can say what you want, you can bring it to the table, we'll, we'll listen to what you have to say, but in the end of the day, this LGBTQ plus oh. is, is, is a train that's going to sell itself. <laughs> I got to just throw this in here, okay? okay All right. Okay, what do you want? All right, so this, this community, the LGBTQ plus. plus, believes that anything goes, right? Uh, according to what I've been seeing and reading and watching, yeah, they're pretty close to that. All right. Somebody might want to inform them that the B in LGBTQ means bi, which means there's only two, two genders. You do not realize the B is actually LG, it's in the middle. L-G-B-T-Q. It's in the middle. It's, a, it's the third letter of the alphabet in our, in our little world. But it's only it's two, two genders by, which means two, unless you want to change math. Yeah, well, okay, well uh, you want to do a common core. I don't think they have. So I, don't I, think think, they, I don't think they have math I, on their radar. I think their whole thing just defeats itself. You just admit it that there's only two genders. There you do, go. Do you, do you know what LGBTQ stands for? Lesbian, gay, bi, transsexual, yeah. queer, yeah. and whatever else under the sun yeah. with a plus. They put the plus on there because they feel that, you know, after so many letters, <laughs> they're going to lose track. Yeah. Uh, but let me tell you, in the beginning when they just had LGBT, let me tell you what I changed it to. Their terms were lesbian, gay, bi, trans, uh, and, and transsexual, yeah. or transvestite, okay? Transvestite's a proper term. Let, listen, let's just, it ain't, a, it ain't transgender, you're a transvestite. There you yeah, go. There you go. Now, it's as simple as that. Here's what it really means to me. Here's what we need to declare it to be. Okay, declare it. Let God be true. There you go. Let God be true and every man a liar, which means that the Amen. truth of God stands, the truth of God stands, and every other lie is going to fall. That's what it means. That's right. So, 
Uh, the thing is, is that we get so caught up in our own personal agendas and or we get a part of an agenda or movement that we get caught up so much that we lose our identity. It becomes the identity. Okay. Um, organizations and groups and movements and so forth, they do change according to society standards because they want to be heard. They want to be known. They want to be done. See, I'm going through right now with the Dodgers. The Dodgers, have, the corporate has made some decisions that are not so good regarding LGBTQ. Okay, and they retracted some of it, but they're still supporting. So my deal is not with the team. The team is an awesome team. I love my team, and I will mm -hmm. forever. Their corporate, their their top dogs, are just loony right now. They're on something else. So I'm I'm disappointed with that part. Dodgers, I love you guys. You guys, you guys, are, you guys are my boys. It's all over my studio. It's obvious. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you look at the studio. Listen, I mean, look at this. I mean, I got where, where do you think it gets turned blue from? Okay, it's from the Dodgers. Okay, he's got a he's got blue blue curtains. He's got a blue uh, Dodgers uh, blanket. You know, I mean, you get the same right here. You got the World Series here. You got my plate here. You got a big flag over there. Behind No Flow is a big blanket. I mean, it's, it's obvious that the Dodgers are my team. However. You know, I don't bank every single last moment of my life on it because there's more to life than baseball. True. You know, I, I focus more on my faith. My point is, let's proclaim. Let's proclaim. Absolutely. So, look here. No matter what you're going through at this moment in your life, all right, doesn't matter where you're going, where you are, where you've been, we need to proclaim this because when we proclaim this, as I say every week, we set a boundary where we say this is where Satan can and cannot go. And we have to declare that over our lives. We have to declare that Jesus Christ is Lord of all over our lives, our finances, our situations, our circumstances, and everything else under the sun. All right? That's what we need to proclaim. We have to declare it so that everybody knows in heaven and hell and on earth where we stand and what we believe. So, we're going to proclaim right now over your life, over whoever's listening, that Jesus, Jesus is, is Lord. Lord. And we declare that in the name of Jesus this moment right now. Pretty and, simple stuff. Pretty simple stuff, guys. All right, let's do it again. We got to do it one more time. Okay. One more time. Here it goes. Ready? Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Lord. There you go. So now we declared that. Now, now the entire show from here on out, we already know the baseline. And I got a bone to pick with you about the about the way that this baseline is set up. Hey, you know what? Uh, tell me, uh, if, uh, tell me if I care. It makes life easy for I me. I know you don't care, which is why I'm going to say it anyways. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. For those, okay. So here's my beef. All right. Well, let's first off go into the baseline. Let's go into right. the baseline. Let's what, go into the baseline. What is the baseline? Baseline is. <laughs> you don't even know what the baseline is. Baseline. Okay, Sent the spirit. Sent the spirit. Okay. Here it is. Okay. If you're watching on, on UMO TV, there it is. Today's message. Sent the spirit. Okay. It's there. Okay. Right. So what we are coming out of Galatians 4.6. Galatians 4.6. 4, 6, okay. And obviously with me, we all know I am an amplitude uh, guy. Amplified! Okay? And there what was it is. that? It's my way of, of, of praising, okay? Stop it. Don't, don't judge me. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let that be your own judgment. Yeah, Go ahead. Exactly. Come okay, on. Okay, so Galatians 4, 6. 
if you're following along, here it is. And because you really are his sons, really are his sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. All right, so Galatians 4, 6, again. And because you really are his sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Abba Father. Father. Okay, so what do you, know, do you know where this comes from? Do you know why, why we're talking about this? Um, I can you, speculate, you, you but have, go ahead, tell me. Zero clue, do you? Well, you you haven't told me why you cho- why where, where you're coming from Bro, on that. What is what what season are we in? Uh, we're coming up Father's Day. You're way ahead of schedule. What's next weekend, bro? We're going to be on Sunday. Why? Uh, Pentecost Sunday. Okay, so everything we're doing has something to do with that particular topic. Okay. okay. So here is your rusty, dirty, dusty. KJV Shakespearean language. Uh, all right, but before we do that, I'm gonna to get to my beef about the, about what I was t- talking about earlier. All right, you have oh. this in front of you right here. You have the scriptures right in front of you on your monitor. You're looking at it here. Me, I, I share it with you. I gotta put it up on here. I gotta. What, what you can't read that? No, but it's like it, it's up over there. You got it right in front of you over here, and I've got to look at here. it up here. I gotta put these. I gotta put these. Is that better? Look on. at that. That's how bigger that is. No, it it, it, it should be right here. In front. <laughs> oh, stop it! Stop being such a such a, uh, a poo butt. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, seeing as how you did the amplified there, I'm gonna go through the KJV. Oh, the rusty dusty. <laughs> All right, KJV. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, mm-hmm. crying, "Abba, Father." Okay, so the difference here is, and because ye, this is not Kanye West, ye are sons, God hath mm-hmm, sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts. So this one doesn't have so much experience in it. only has ye and hath. That's it. And? I'm just... <laughs> I love the scriptures when they have all this experience up in it. He's right to the point, but he has to speak a different language. <laughs> all right, so let so let's address it here. All right, let me. We were talking about the the homosexual movement and the transsexual movement earlier. Okay. Okay. What is the number one reason why I believe in my in my heart? Now this is this is not the whole case all the time, but why is it that that why is it that men decide to become effeminate and women be- decide to become masculine all right tell me why i don't know beats me i believe that there's a lack of fathership in their lives well that's kind of obvious don't you think i'm just pointing out the obvious i think that that's yeah, the that's case that's an obvious there so see all these all these things that happen in our society whether it's fatherless children whether it's motherless children whether it's just you know, you don't have any parents, your girl, if your grandparents or whatever, all these things have repercussion to them. There is a consequence behind everything. So we were talking about this. We were talking about this recently about being fruitful and multiply. That's a religious. You can take it religiously and say it's all about having children. Negative, sir. Yes, it is important. However, be fruitful and multiply expands so much further than just having children, because there's a lot of children out here who have really disappointing parents being football multiply is what we're doing we're on the microphone live on UMOLB 
TV, radio, simultaneously speaking to the world. We are being fruitful by giving you the message of the Lord and watching it multiply when you do things that 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 are a, a repercussion of it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if there's somebody out there who is watching, listening to us, and they happen to use what we have told them and what they have experienced with us in a fruitful way, we're watching the multiplication of that fruit. True. Does that make sense? True. Okay, so just oh, just, just because that the way it is, that's just the way it is, right? Okay. Right. All right. Are you guys ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Well, we did, did we even tell? Do we even? We didn't even I, announce. I did, yeah. Well, we didn't even announce who our guest was. Who, by the way, is from Philadelphia. Philly, shout out. Shout out. Oh, uh, you know I'm going to talk about. You know I'm going to go ahead and hype Philly up. Okay. I'm telling you right now. Okay, this artist right here, <laughs> I found him on Instagram. He was doing his show on Instagram, and I really thought it was special. You know, got got good music, got good flow. It's really rocking it. And then I find out he's from Philadelphia. Obviously, you see uh, the graphic. So, in this case, we're bringing a DJ on. A DJ. A DJ. Like, we didn't have enough. This is a special guy. This so, guy- we got the DJ Boy Blue and the DJ No Flow. Now, we're going to have another DJ on the show. Absolutely. Watch, watch. Ready? 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 DJ LA is live with us right now. DJ LA. DJ LA, where you at? Yo, what's good, y'all? What's going on? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. We got you loud and clear, my friend. All right. Well, I'll tell you what's going on, man. Oh, man. Everybody, welcome DJ LA to UMO 21.8 Amplitude to the house party. DJ LA in the house. Woo. Absolutely, man. Awesome. What awesome. My, what's my little clap? I need my clap. I need my clap. Wait, 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 you got your clap going? I'm going to get my clap going. But right that now. clap is like too light. It's too light. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, hey, stop it. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be <laughs> pop, popping here, bro. Come on. You know what? I, he needs to acknowledge me. He needs a Roman Reigns acknowledge me, okay? Okay, okay, okay. We don't give that to many people, but we'll give it to you, okay? okay we'll give it to you, G- go, DJ LA. Here we go. Ready? Acknowledge me! <laughs> Yo, man, thank y'all so much for having me on, man. I'm, I'm loving the energy already, man. Oh, so I'm, I'm telling you, man. You're on the house party, DJ LA, and let, let no flow know where you're from. <laughs> Hey, where are you from? We're- Coming straight out of Philadelphia, man. Oh! in the building. East Coast is in the building, man. Uh, uh, all right. East Coast I, is in the building, okay, bro. Okay, I got to clarify something uh, real quick here before we go any further, okay? okay go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Now, Boy Blue knows me, all right, and he knows that I'm a certain fan of the most fantastic movie series ever created in the history of mankind. He's not kidding. Okay. I'm telling you, okay. I don't. Oh, wait, wait. Listen, don't ruin it for me here. Don't you ruin it for me here. You gotta let me build up to this, okay? You, you gotta let me build up to this, all right? He dimed you out, man. He, he dropped the bomb on that one. He dimed you out, dog. Yes, I am talking about Rocky. Absolutely, okay. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait! You, you, you have uh, DJ LA. You didn't hear my introduction, did you? You didn't hear my. You didn't hear my intro music, did you? 
right? Oh, you want your image music? No, let's let, let's play his. In, let me play. Let's play my intro music every show. Here goes, man. You'll Ready? recognize this right here. Okay. There you go. Come on now. Come on. Come on, all you Rockies out there, Billy. Get in there, man. Go for it, man. You gotta sing it. Got the guts. Got the glory. With the distance that I'm not gonna stop. Just a man and his will to survive. He's on point. What is it? What is it? Man, to the challenge of my rival. Wait, you gotta, but you gotta, you gotta do the music. You gotta do the best part. You gotta do the best part. Right, right here. Ready, ready. Okay, here goes. Here goes. Ready. Best part. Best part. Here goes. There you go. I am a tiger. <laughs> But I've got to ask you one question, DJ LA. I got to ask you this. Yes, sir. Have you run up the steps of Rocky? The crazy thing, no. No. I go past there so many times, but I've never have. Crazy. I'm going to issue you a challenge right now. Right now. You got to videotape it, though. You got to videotape this. On your next Instagram post, I want to see you running up the steps of Rocky. That's what that I'm, I'm issue that challenge to you there, okay? <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. I'm actually going to be in Philly uh, while well, working in Philly, but I'm actually going to be DJing at an event in Friday. So you know what? I'm going to stop there before I go there. Thank and, you. Oh and you God. post it, and you and, and you got to do a shout out to us when you post it there, okay? Oh, absolutely. All right. No question about that. We got to have gotcha. that now. All right, man. I got so excited when he said that. Oh, when he said that it was from Philly. Oh, Anyways, oh, no flows going. No flow. Actually, had some flow today. <laughs> What are you going to call me now? DJ Got Flow? All Flow today. All Flow today. DJ All Flow. You're going to change my name to DJ All Flow after this yeah, one. Yeah, you're you, you blowing my mind here, buddy. Today, you're, you know, usually when an artist comes on or a DJ or whatever we have on the air, usually I'm the one going all kinds of ham on him. I'm losing my mind over here. Today, 33 shows in, he's losing his mind over here. Oh, man. I'll tell you. No, no, absolutely. It's, it's the Philly connection. Philly connection. It's the oh, Philly man. connection, man. No kidding. Goodness gracious, man. So... All right, oh dude. man. So, you know, like you, like you no, know, we've had so much fun so far, and we're not going to stop having fun. However, I want, do want to let you know, DJ LA, Philadelphia, the East Coast is live with us right now. I know it's super late out there, so I am so grateful that he is taking his time to call and be a part of the show, um, the house party here. Welcomed. You know, welcome to the house party. You know, we respect you, love you, care for you. Absolutely, man. You know, so it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, anyway. yeah, man. Again, thank you guys so much for having me, man. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So it's you know you're always welcome. You're in the network. You're part of us. You know once you once you step your 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 verbal foot into the house party, it's kind of like family at this point. You know everyone who's gone to show, it's a it's a fingerprint statement that you've been a part of the dynamic duo over here. <laughs> Are you losing your voice? Uh, losing so, your voice? So, so, so let me ask y'all a question. If I'm part of the family, can I borrow a dollar? It's like, no. Nah. You got cash app? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need your cash app, brother. Drop your cash app, okay? We'll send you a dollar. Absolutely. I'll make sure I take care of that for you. 
You know, it, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing when you when you dedicate your life, you know, at a young age to projecting, mixing, proclaiming, pro- promoting the Lord's music. Regardless of what version it is, it's rock, rap, hip hop, R&B, country, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. When you take the step forward and say, you know, I'm going to use my talents and I'm going to use it for the person who actually gave me the talent to begin with. Okay, because a lot of people get their talents, they don't get exposed to the gospel world and they do music that they're, they're used to, they know, which is mainstream. Right. However, with DJ LA, he took his talent and says, I'm going to use it for gospel hip hop or Christian rap. And man, I tell you, God opens doors. God opens a lot of doors. Okay. So much so he's here with us, but he has a story about that. And I liked him for him to share his story about he went, how he went from doing what he was doing to doing what he is doing and what God has done for him. So the floor is yours, my friend. You go ahead and you let them let the world know what's going on with you and how you became DJ LA. For sure, man. Um, again, I'm gonna keep saying thank you, man. I'm I'm truly honored to be on this radio show, man. Dope, man. What these brothers are doing in the kingdom, man. Before I even get started with my testimony, just definitely just want to say thank you, guys. Please support this show, man. There's not enough. Uh, Christian content out there, especially Christian radio shows, and then Christian radio shows that are actually playing all the Christian music, especially Christian hip hop. So thank you guys first, man, for what y'all doing, man. It's, it's awesome and it's a blessing to be here. Um, again, I'm DJ LA. Real name is Lamar Alexander. Um, I'm a minister, um, but also, you know, I'm a, I'm a servant of God. Um, how I got to be a Christian DJ? Funny testimony. Before I got saved, um, and I wasn't raised in the church, but before I got saved. Um, I wanted to be a DJ when I was in college, you know, I thought it was cool. Never really officially got to do it, right? Because, you know, in college, you kind of broke. So, you know, I was using other people's stuff from time to time doing it, but not taking it serious. Um, after I left college, or no, actually, when I was getting my master's in college, I actually met with my current wife now. Shout out to my wife. Um, you absolutely, know, she absolutely. introduced me to an apostle. He, he, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. He, uh, she, she, excuse me, introduced me to an apostle, Apostle Boy, who's my kind leadership now, and he worked at my university. And she would always talk about this man and about, you know, he said the Bible said this, this, and that. And I'm like, yo, who is this man? You know, kind of in my way, like, you know, I'm trying to get at this girl. Like, he, she feeding her too much information, but um, you know, I really care for her, and um, you know. End up going to the Bible studies on campus, and you know he just was ministering. The thing that I really respected most about him, because I had been to church, but again I wasn't raised in the church, is that he never pushed Jesus on me. He talked about the word, nice. and you know the biggest thing, like what Jesus did, that was powerful. He just showed me compassion. He just listened, and then he ministered the word. Instead of like most people in church now, they gotta hit you with the Bible. They gotta give you a word. They never get time to understand who you are before I'm even giving you a word so I know the word to give you. So um, he really did that and from there just ministering to me, man, um, dedicated my life to God in 2012, but I still wasn't taking church serious. To be honest with you, I was still leaving church, smoking, doing whatever, um, but I was coming, so that was a start. But it wasn't until 2017, me and my wife um, you know, had recently been in our home for maybe two years now, and um, I never forget, I went to a party, I was still drinking, like I said, Turning up, um, I left the party, it was about one something in the morning, I was like really tired, and I was drunk, driving on the highway on 95, which is like our major highway over here, and um, you know, I pretty much started swerving, hitting the guardrails, 
And eventually, you know, 95 people who live on the East Coast know, especially as you're coming from Delaware County, which is a county heading towards the Philly, Philadelphia city, um, you know, the guardrail stopped. So pretty much I should have went off the road and like went into like the ditch and possibly to the other side. But for some reason, the guardrail never stopped. And I just felt something holding me like, you know, I got you. I made it home. When I woke up the next morning, my whole side of my car was like destroyed on the left-hand side, like the driver's side. And, you know, it was a week before Christmas. And I'm stressing because I'm like, dang, I can't get in my car. I can't drive it nowhere. And it was nothing but God. My wife, she actually had bought a fob for me for Christmas. I was able to get my car to the insurance place, get a whole new car and everything. But I said, ever since from that day, I'm going to serve you. Like, you, I know you started my life. I was supposed to die that night. And, um, that's how I became saved. Now, how I became a Christian DJ? That is an interesting story. So, before I got saved, I used to listen to like hip hop, like most people did. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I got saved, I fell back from the Christian rap music or from the rap music. And then, um, you know, right as COVID hit, I started seeing like DJs going online doing like the little battle stuff. You know, that was a big thing. Everybody was trying to find something to do virtually. And it wasn't until I'm like, yeah, I wonder if it's like Christian rap. Like I've heard of like Lecrae and stuff, but I wasn't really listening, man. And you know, I'm a big fan of the West Coast music. You know what I mean? Um, and so I found Miles Minnick. That was the first person I ever saw Christian rap. I searched mm-hmm. and I listened, and I was like, yo, this is dope. And before <laughs> I knew it, I'm on YouTube. I'm like, who's this person? Who's that person? I actually play more West Coast than I do East Coast. Wasn't the same. But, like, that's how much the vibe is. I love the West Coast energy. And ever since then, man, I've been on the ones and twos, going hard for God, man. I got my own radio show, Christ Vibe Radio, where we go live every other Friday, playing all the Christian hip-hop, Christian reggae, Christian, all Christian music, man. That's what it's about. So that's how I became DJ LS. My goodness. A lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack. Man, that's awesome that... You know, the- the beautiful thing, I'm going to start right here because, you know, we talked earlier and so I have a, a, a good idea of what he was going to say before he said it. The, the thing about this is, let's, let's unpack it from the beginning, okay? Just knowing that he was in a vehicle that was meant for him not to survive it. True. He was driving. He was in some type of thought process, maybe not, and that car stayed when it yeah, road, when yeah. in all actuality it should have went off the road and sh- he should he he the devil did not want him here mm-hmm. right you get what i'm saying yeah so for mm-hmm. him to, to to be here with us right now is testimony at the testimony at the testimony you follow True. what i'm saying right okay yeah. so god's no we can go over all the details of everything that's happened he can tell you all the the grace that's gone on in his life for him to be here today right now the big point portion is is that that particular time could have removed him and when he went to the the, the apostle and this is where 99 percent of people get it wrong okay they run into somebody who's a leader of god's word okay i don't care if it's an apostle pastor preacher minister whatever the case may be and they encounter that person and that person is super religious or mm-hmm. has some type of sideways to them that gives you a this way or no way. I'm not going to understand what you've been through. I'm just going to say it's either this way or the highway. And for him, like I'm sure many, many 
men at his age at that point was he's he's very vulnerable he's very vulnerable mm-hmm. on what is mm-hmm. being respect translated to him so this apostle he ran into which is obviously his leader now which is beautiful beautiful thing came at him with a respect that most don't get you follow what i'm saying true okay so in the turn of that of him to getting that type of ministry look what happened look look how his life transpired yeah not only did he not only is he with a woman he loves and all that worked out but he's mm-hmm. also djing kingdom music you see what i'm saying true it's a beautiful thing when someone like DJ LA can share that and say this, 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 and this, and guess where I'm at? I'm rocking the tunes. I'm a, I'm bringing the gospel to people's ears through DJ ministry. You're right. Am I? Am, am, is, is it sound like we're, I'm on I'm on that path there, DJ LA? Yeah, man. That's that's pretty much what it was, man. Shout out to my apostle Chester Boyd, United Fellowship Ministries, man. Absolutely, he's he's an awesome man and God, man. Awesome man and God. That just you know because because that's the topic right now, and because he is so important to you, he gets a acknowledge me. Oh, there you, there you go. <laughs> the, your apostle got an acknowledge me. We, so we giving those out. Uh, we giving them out twice now. The, well, the, this show, well, this show because <laughs> no, I, I really feel it's important to, to even. I mean, it's fun and everything. We're having a good time, but I'm I'm trying to bank on the fact that we we make light of certain things because we're used to certain things happening. Like once you become part of the ministry, things become routine. They shouldn't be. No, I'm not saying not be surprised in what God does. I mean, God does a miracle. Yeah. Right. His time. What I'm saying is don't get so, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Don't get so complacent that everything is just routine. Nothing changes. The Lord does all kinds of cool things with you. I'm sure when you go to an event, whether it's a church or an event, you get go you go to the DJ. It, it, can you can you definitely say that every show is the same? Every ministry is the same? No, it's not. God moves differently every time. Right. And yeah, we just have to, and we have to be uh, open to that. There, you know, there's something that I was thinking about uh, the other day. There, I was thinking about the dangers of, especially with uh with with us we're we're in we're we're in we're into pentecost we're into seeing the miracles happen yeah do and i there i have to admit that sometimes we get very complacent with seeing miracles happen and they and it's like because yes miracles are the norm but we should never treat them like they're normal you know what i mean uh we see miracles happen all the time do I get excited when I see miracles happen all the time? To be quite honest with you there, I've gotten used to it. And that's the dangerous part. There's a difference. Right? Let's, let's, let's not send the wrong message out here. Mm-hmm. It's, we, we, how can I put this? Because it's going to be very controversial if I say this the wrong way. It's not about complacency. It's about, what's the word I'm looking for? Goodness. I, I don't I don't want to get the message out that 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 we just untaint ourselves, you know. Uh, yes, we're used to miracles happen. We're used to kind of doing mo- movements, right? But we still got to have a little bit of excitement behind it. 
I want I want to be just as excited about God healing the person that I've seen the uh, people and I've seen it a thousand times as when I did the beginning when I first saw it. You know, I want to be that excited. And I don't get so used to it that you get <laughs> that you get familiar. It, there's a word for that. I don't know what the word familiarity. Is. You know. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, well, we we got to balance it out. We got to balance it out between oh my goodness, a miracle happened. Oh, I expect him to do it. Because as, as Pentecost, as people who believe in the supernatural of the Lord and the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit, which we're, we're in right. Pentecost season, okay, we we tend to go, mm, I'm used to it. That's See, that's what I'm saying. So we got we to gotta be careful gotta, about you gotta, that. Yeah, be careful about not overdoing it either. Going, oh my goodness, and you're flopping around and you know all kinds of crazy theatrics because a miracle happened. No, there's got to be a difference between being used to miracles happen and having a little bit of excitement behind him actually doing it but not overdoing it like you're a crazy person because that's what happens you get the pentecostalism going you start jumping around like a floppy fish and you act like you know you never had that before and people go, go wear it out and call you some kind of crazy nonsense you don't want that you want to keep it contemporary but you also want to keep it exciting i just want to be i think the whole point is is that just to go ahead and maintain that excitement and that freshness before the Lord there. Okay, so when those things happen, uh, or, or when it, when anything happens. Another thing, okay, like I told you, we're gonna we're just gonna keep rolling on different things. Okay, so when you're DJing at an event or a church or whatever you may be, has there been times where the spirit just drops on you and you grab the microphone, you leave the turntables, and God just moves on you to minister or to talk to someone or pray for somebody? Um, yeah, um, so when I do events, um, cause I'll be honest with you, like what I've decided to do as a DJ when I just decided to create my own lane. What I mean is, uh, not just doing stuff just to do it, to get clout, but like whatever God calls me to do. So like I do a lot of different events. Um, like I got something coming up next Friday, but you know, we can talk about that later, but definitely to answer your question, there was one event that I did, um, for the first time last year, it's called Christ Files Festival. It's in October. Um, you know, it's a great opportunity for Christian artists to perform, but every event, since, you know, God has been telling me to, like, do my own thing, I always do altar call at the end. And anybody who's been at my event can attest to that. I haven't done many, but every time, there's always altar call. And then this festival that I did, it's crazy. Um, the venue that I ended up getting was actually uh, a venue that two girls who I went to high school with, I didn't even know it was their venue at the time. So, like, when I tell you this thing was God ordained, I'm like, hey, we went to high school together. You know what I mean? So just random on that. And then when I tell you God bless me, a small venue, um, first time ever doing it. When I tell you the thing was packed out, half the people, I honestly, most of the people I didn't even know. Um, just tickets went crazy, long story short. God just moved and at the end, you know, like even my mom was there, like she got up and, you know, got prayer and there's just a lot of people that got prayer, man. And um, it just really moved. And I think what helped God moving that altar call was the fact that, um, we did like a uh, a Q&A with the artist and they got to share their testimony kind of how I'm doing tonight. And people were able to connect with that, right? Because let's be real, when you hear a Christian artist, you usually like, okay, let me see. Let, Christians ain't going to be honest, but I'm going to be honest. I research all my Christian artists. Do I know them like blood type and all that? No, but I really research, you know, I listen to their music to make sure and verify, are you really talking the gospel or not? So when they got to hear them really sharing their story and like okay like they ain't just rapping about gospel or singing or whatever or spoken word no they are really living the life that i'm living 
that's what drew them to the altar. So to answer your question, like, yeah, there are times where I definitely got to minister to people. Um, and, you know, I get off the, the turntables and stuff like that. And even one event I did in particular, like, you know, before I even DJ, like I prayed before the event even happened. So, cause you, I feel like this, if I'm really going to DJ this thing and really be in the kingdom, I got to do everything that that requires to do. Like that means a part of that is praying, fasting, you know, like there's times where I've walked around the venue and annoying, or you know, like, you know, just praying over the venue. You know, you, you got to be spiritually sharp to do this. Like, if you're going to be serious, because some people do it just for the clout and just play music. But I know I take it serious because, like, what I play and how I minister to people, it could really impact in my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's a good thing. See, that's, that's what I'm talking about is that when God leads you, to, to come off the tables and to grab the microphone and the spirit hit different. They hit different. Mm -hmm. And you go out there and you start ministering because you've already given them the music. You give them the tool. Now you give them the meat and potatoes. Now you give them, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. And I, you need to know that you're welcome. Not welcome as an appreciate, welcome as a welcome into the kingdom. You know, because that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Even even on this station, even on, I mean, yeah, we have our two-hour show, but this is one 24-hour station. We play all the time. So, you know, there's people who are like, man, you know, every song a hitter. Every song's, you know, something, different perspective. And like, yeah, well, that's the point of music is to give perspectives, to give experiences. And <clears throat> not all music is good music. There is some stuff that's just really lousy. However... We as DJs, we as musicians, we as person, people who put music together for people to hear, that's our responsibility. Just go through it and say, okay, well, that didn't cut it. That didn't cut it. Oh, that's really a banger. That really works. You know, and then you're able to cultivate people around you. You do live stuff on the stage and at churches and so forth. So you get face-to-face, upfront, personal people who are there to hear what you're going to put together, what God has put put on your heart to put together because every show i'm sure you don't play the same mix unless you do i don't know nope. you know so you nah, don't no 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 i literally go by the spirit whatever god tell me to play the vibe that's what i go with see that, that that's beautiful because there's a lot of djs up there who you know if you know that that's what they're gonna do like okay i'm playing this mix this is the mix i'm playing this is what's going on you put it in your little player you push the button you play it well that's you, you expect to have the same reaction but if you're out there on your on your uh, controller and you're doing your mixes and everything, you're doing something different every time, man, that is that's something special. That doesn't happen all the time anymore. I think that also too, when you do that, there it's you're opening yourself up to the the you open yourself up to the Lord, being able to to go ahead and, and move and speak to to uh, different people in different ways. Uh, one of the things that we had that uh, that Boy Blue and I know here is, is that God is not a cookie cutter God. The way that He reaches one person is not going to be the same way that He reaches another person. Why? Because those two people are different. So what? So one way of reaching one person over here is not going to go ahead and work for the same way to reach another person over here. So God and and we talked about this. And one of these days, I'm going to real go in, go into details about it. There we talked about. Jesus being the what? The master locksmith. Of course. All right. Yes. And we, Jesus is the master locksmith. There's not a heart that he cannot unlock. We, did, yeah, yeah. did you hear what I, what I say? Yeah. Our job is to go ahead and learn the art of that locksmith, okay, of being that the being those locksmiths that Jesus wants us to be 
to reach the people that are in our lives that come across our paths there and to know how to reach those people which keys to use to reach them whether those keys be rap music whether it be other types of uh, other different uh, ways but we have to be open to say that guess what if i'm going to be a good locksmith for jesus i'm going to have many keys on my uh, uh in, uh, on my hand here to be able to reach whatever heart i need to reach absolutely okay absolutely so in your in your case here uh dj la there god is using music there to uh to reach people there and you mentioned about how uh you you know so far about the concerts that you've been doing and things like that but what are particularly what particular stories do you have that you can share with us about people coming up to you saying hey that really touched me that really spoke to me i i heard your words i heard what you were saying and they've opened themselves up to the Lord. Uh, do you do you have any circumstances like that that have happened? Sure. Um, there are two that stand that immediately came to my mind. There was one um, I did for this church one time. Um, it was maybe like I'm gonna say my second major like church event. Um, and you know the event was cool. I DJ like I said right before, actually in the middle of the service. It was unique. Cause I'm like, I've never heard of a DJ DJing in a church service. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, this is cool. Especially on the East Coast. Like churches here are like real, like tight. Like they're just starting to loosen up. So it was like cool. But the blessing was it after I got done the service, these two kids, I would never forget these two boys. And they came up like, hey, do you mind if I pay the equipment? And how do I do this? So I'm showing them how to doing it. And just the reaction to see their face. And I'm like, see, I know the Bible talks about, you know, coming as children and how Jesus spent a lot of time like the children. Like even the disciples, like, yo, why are these children over here? Like not understanding, I didn't know those kids was gonna actually do that. Like, I didn't know. Imagine if I would have said, nah, get out of here. Like how, what would their reaction would have been? They probably, they could have said, and again, that's could have, cause that's not what happened, but they could have said, you know what? I'm done with church or Christian DJs must be corny. He ain't let me do it. But the fact that I spent time to just show them my ministry or my gift and not hold them to like, you know, like I, I let them do whatever they wanted to do. Cause I, that was a good teaching moment in showing them if you desire a gift in the kingdom or you have an interest, it's my responsibility being quote unquote their elder because I was older yeah. to teach them how to do that and also invest in them. And I think that's a key part that a lot of churches are lacking. We don't spend time to invest in people. You know what I mean? And what I mean is just just like that, that's a simple investment. You got a question about my DJ stuff, let me just show you, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's one good example. And the other example, the other example is uh, my church, we did an open mic night for our youth. I'm actually uh, in the youth department as a youth leader. Um, so we did like an open mic night. It was actually pretty cool. We did it at, like this little campground. It was like water. It was like the perfect, if I had to call it like the heaven scenery, it just worked out that way. Um, but anyway, like when we got towards the end, again, we did an altar call. And um, just to see like some of the artists that came down, and I never forget one of the artists, like mom had even came down. And when she came down, I saw her like one of our ministers was ministered to her and see her crying. And then it was like dark, but like there's still light. And just seeing everybody crying out to God. And I never forget the song was, uh, what is the name? That's what I said. I want to forget that. I don't remember. Uh, of what a beautiful name it is. Mm. And everybody was just singing it. Amen. And I was just like, I ain't going to lie. I, I definitely almost broke down. I'm just looking around like, 
yo, they think the youth is like, don't want to serve God, but it's youth right here. Like, they right here. So it's, you know, anyway, so that's like my two moments that like really stood out to me. There's a ton of them, but those two really stood out to me. Absolutely. And actually, I kind of, I kind of went into what I was going to ask him anyway. Because see, not every, I mean, when I was coming up, churches were very, very skeptical of Christian urban music, whether it's hip hop, rap, R&B, they're very skeptical of it. So I got a lot of pushback asking if I can perform or minister my musical talent that God's given me to their congregation or their people. Although I went to the church or whatever the case is, closed doors everywhere. Only a handful actually cared to listen to what I had to say. And then they didn't want to sit down and actually talk to you and say, okay, where are you coming from? What led you to do music for the Lord? And if you're going to do one or two songs, let me know what these songs are about. Okay, which is, it, it can be kind of surgical in a way because you're like, okay, I'm not trying to be that detailed. Let the Lord just do what he's going to do. But you have no, you have, I have no problem with someone asking me those questions. Like, you know, where were you? How did the Lord get to you? When did you get saved? Or why do you think or whatever the case is about your talent instead of pre-assuming you and closing doors on you and making you feel like God really isn't speaking to you because I tell you as a youngster doing hip hop that could definitely be a, a, a problem because now you get tainted mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying especially if you're right. Like, right. I, I'm from the recording end of it I mean I used to be I mean I rapped for many many years mm -hmm. I didn't do gospel hip-hop or christian rap until 99 and that was all freestyle i didn't write any of that that was god just doing his thing with me okay so i brought i did my first christian rap album in in, in riverside california i was all by myself working in a, in a big house and god just spoke to me and i did 21 tracks okay freestyle i just rapped them i brought that here to vegas because at that time we were involved with a church no flow knows this whole story okay and i presented that music to the church leadership and they pretty much cast me out like a leper like no that's not god mm. no that can't be him uh did you are you gonna ask me what how when all this stuff before you start telling me that it's not god mm. you know what right. i'm saying right. so now being a dj you use others music to formulate a plan to project out to people okay so you're not trying to sell yourself you're trying not, not not sell yourself not you're not trying to promote yourself you're trying to show people that hey i got something i got all these avenues of music really good music that these kids need to hear different testimonies right, right. Now that being the case, not being you know your actual you know vocal music is recording music is others being a DJ. Has there been doors shut on you? Has there people been like, nope, I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to let you come in here. I'm not going to let you minister. Um, there's only been one door. There's only been one door, and it's crazy because the door was open. So I'm going to say the skating ring, but there was a skating ring in Philly that I actually uh, have reached out to. So when I first started, I'm like, okay, you have not because you asked now. So I'm reaching out to different people. So I was like, okay, my wife brought up a good idea. She's like, why don't you reach out to the skating ring? So I reached out to this particular one. They said they used to do Christian night some years ago. So I said, look, I'll do it. 
Um, you know, the pick wasn't all that good, but I said, hey, you know what? It's a good opportunity to get started, you know, play Christian music. So I'm doing it, and it's funny. So I'm playing Christian hip-hop, right? You know, it's Christian music. They saying Jesus, whatever, you know, I'm just making it clear. It wasn't like nothing where you had to, like, blur the lines. And uh, they had an issue with what I was playing. And I'm confused because I'm like, okay, I'm playing Christian reggae. Like, again, it's it's, it's just good music. They're like, yeah, 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 nah, nah. Do we want to hear more? Like, now, mind you, this is a skating ring. They said they wanted to hear, like, Take Me to the King. I'm like, y'all want to hear Take Me to the King as you're skating? <laughs> like I'm a Christian, but like I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Take me to the king when I'm, when I'm skating. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, like I want to hear. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, so you know, I continued to play, and then eventually I just decided to leave because. And then what bothered me is they got the house DJ to come, who's a really DJ. He's playing, you know, these quote unquote godly but secular music. And I'll give you an example. Like he played the DMX song, Lord Give Me a Sign. So I'm like, y'all were cool with him playing that, but I can't play, for example, Jordan Armstrong, wait a second, let me brag on my God. Oh, Like oh, that's yeah. what I was playing. I'm like, oh. that's an issue, but we could play DMX. So I'm just like, yeah. So that was like the door that shut for me. And honestly, I'm glad I did because after I left there, that's how I really started my own show. Cause I felt like, if I can't play it, and this is supposed to be a Christian event, now keep in mind, this skating ring, they had an issue with that, but then they got Halloween stuff up on in the in the roof. Yeah, and still, and like, they got a witch hat. So I'm just cool. like, yeah, I'm like, whatever. So that's the only door that's ever been shut. All the other opportunities, man, I just wait on God. I don't really try. At the beginning, I'm going to be honest with you, I was definitely like fishing for opportunities, but now I'm really like doing what the Bible says, just waiting on God and you know, waiting on your ministry. And people just be reaching out, man. And, you know, I go as God say them. I, I think for, you know, going there, you know, being live every every Wednesday and doing the show and so forth. Um, you know, I the, the phone lines open. People can call at any time during the day and, and give their opinions or their 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 complaints or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. Now you, now you said that about the music thing. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh I was driving around with my nephew and the phone rang and it was the station line. I answered it. I'm like, hello, this is UMO. She says, yeah, is this the urban inspirational station UMO? I'm like, yeah, it is. So, okay, I got a complaint. And okay, now my mind opens up to a thousand <laughs> things now. I'm thinking, okay, what did I do now? I know I got a big <laughs> mouth, but geez, you know? He says, oh no, I got a complaint. I said, okay, so what's your complaint? He says, yeah, I says, you know, I, I like the baby, but you play him too much. I'm like, what? He says, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the baby cool. He do good things. He got he got he got flow. But man, it's like every hour you play him. I'm just asking you to kind of chill with him a little bit. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, okay, there's only uh, one song the baby's on on our station is with Kirk Franklin. Okay, and I play that maybe once every three days, if I'm lucky. Because it's a good song. It, it, it's nothing wrong with right. it. However, that complaint was totally misfounded. So I'm thinking to myself, okay. So I got off the phone with her. And I am like thinking to myself, okay. Maybe I need to go back into the track list. Maybe I need to go into our analytics to see. Maybe there's a glitch somewhere. No, there wasn't a glitch. She's just talking all kinds of crazy. I'm thinking to myself, okay. We're in urban <laughs> I, I don't get this, okay. So 
you're playing artists like Jordan Armstrong, and I'm sure you play artists like Lecrae and Tadashi and Kingdom Music and mm-hmm. Brian T. Z. We talked about Z. Mm-hmm. Z's an awesome artist. Um, we play all that here too. Love it. You know what I'm saying? We play all that here too. We do sprinkle in random music. Okay, you, you know, and, and there's people who have called in their messages and says, you guys have an incredible playlist because you guys hold, you hold no, you, you guys hold no bar, no holes. You guys are on it. Okay. But for, for, for an actual mainstream company, like a straight ring to get mad at you or disagree with you for playing Jordan Armstrong, but you're going to, but dude's going to play DMX Lord, give me a sign with the song is incredible. I, I, I love it. DMX has some great, great songs. It's a good song. Yeah. It's a great song. However, yeah. in this mm-hmm. particular situation, don't be a hypocrite. Okay, if yep, you're good, if dude gonna play, if, if you're gonna play DMX and LA playing or Jordan Armstrong, they can be in the same vein. It's it's not hard to put them in the same vein. It's, it's still a, a song about God. It's just what happens is, and this is religion again, it happens when people get too caught up on particulars. Particulars mm-hmm. are the problem. For sure. Okay, stop with the particulars. Let God do what God's going to do. Okay, stop thinking you're the man. Stop thinking you're in control. You're not in control. I'm telling you right now, you're not in control. And if you think you're in control, you're, you're losing it. Because the only way you're going to be in control is if you're religious. Because that's when you get to, your, 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 your rules. But it's, to me, I think it's incredible that you haven't had that much pushback. Like, that happened, but you're, you, you, you seem to be accepted or you're accepted wherever you go. Okay, that's that's an incredible thing. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a testimony that, that people accept you and accept what you do. It's, it's really good. Um, but I'm going to ask you a very controversial question. It's been on my mind for the last three minutes. I'm going to ask you it. Okay. Yeah. Controversial. Here it is. How do you feel about people who say you should not get residuals for your work for the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to get a laugh. That was a break. That yo, it's you know, it's funny because I was just talking to my wife about this earlier. Um, first, I would say this, you know, well, let's 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 just call it what it is because we could be real, bro. We were talking yesterday. Church folks got a problem with blessing people in ministry. Let's call it what it is. Yes, I believe firmly that, and I'm gonna be real, like you know, and I'm, my leadership will have no problem with me sharing this. Like they don't get a salary, and um, there's reasons for doing that out of his own mouth was that he wants to be free to give the word without anybody holding against him. However, in my opinion, we should be blessing our leaders and our leaders who are actually dedicated to the ministry because you got some leaders out here who obviously they're just doing it to get money. But then you got other people who are really out here grinding. You know what I mean? And I feel like it should be blessed. You know what I mean? So speaking when it comes to my ministry, Absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm going to be real. Do I charge for uh, every opportunity? I'm going to be real. It depends on who it is. Because some people, if I have a relationship with you, and I know you may have something going up, you know, I'm going to support you. But, like, if you're telling me somebody random, I don't know you, and you want me to drive all the way somewhere for three, four hours to... And that's the thing that gets me about being a DJ. <laughs> like I said, I'm just talking to my wife about this. I'm like... They want me to give them uh, the latest concert. They want the lights. They want the, the hottest mixes. They want me to bring everything. And then it's like, yeah, 
Oh, I got fifty dollars. Are you serious? Like I'm just being real with you. Like yeah, yeah, true. I'm not about to sit up here and do all that. I'm not about to sit up here and do all that. Like my thing is, and I and I even posted this on my Instagram. I said, uh, if you want a DJ, play Spotify. If you're not willing to pay a DJ, play Spotify or Pandora. Like, and I, that's for any Christian DJ out there. Like, don't settle for that. The bottom line is, we have a gift, we have a ministry, and ultimately, it is a business too. And it's, but it's just like, y'all can't want all that, y'all, and then not want to bless the men or women, the women of God, because it's women DJs too, and not want to pay them. And then my thing is, you want the top of the line. Like, I mean, yeah, can you mix like this? Can you do all this? Can you bring the light? Yeah, can you be here for five, six hours? Like, <laughs> yeah. five, six hours, right. and you think $50? Like, gas, I already know West Coast gas is crazy. When I was over there last year, I'm like, $8. I'm complaining over here. It's like $3. So, yeah, nah, bro. So, we definitely should be paid, and that's not just for Christian DJs. That's for the artists. That's for everybody. Yeah. If you're inviting somebody out, if you can do it, you should do it. You know what I mean? Even if it's something to eat, like, even for the event I have coming up next week, I bought all of them shirts for the event. Spirit charge. Just tell me your size. That's what I can do right now for them. But that's me being a blessing. So, yeah, we got to pay people, man. You know, you're, you're absolutely right about that. And I want to uh, and I want to uh, bring up uh, this year, too. OK, the, the Bible says that a workman is worthy of his hire. All right. And even yeah, the reason. Apostle Paul yeah. said this. He said, don't muzzle out the ox while it's treading out the grain. OK. And what he was saying was, listen, don't cut off the ability for people to minister uh, uh, to. Don't stop them from being able to go ahead and work and, and make a living there off of what they're what they're doing. A workman is worthy of his hire. One of the things that I as a uh, and and this is something this when uh, when the opportunity arises, if I ever was to become a a, a businessman in the uh, in the in the uh, a Christian industry there and have a ministry that reaches out to artists there, number one, I will never shortchange an artist there. I personally do not mm -hmm. believe in calling people up and saying hey can you come down here and can you do this for free i don't believe that now uh and so i believe that a person if a person is going to come down and minister there they should be paid they should be paid adequately and they should be compensated there for uh for you know for for coming down now, now does that mean that the person who is coming uh, down here is in it for the money no but there's a realistic right. uh, approach that we have to have there, which is very simply, people have to be paid. You can't expect somebody to go ahead and take off uh, a week of work to go down somewhere, do a concert, and then come back and not be uh, not be compensated for that. So the the whole thing the the, the whole thing is is that is is uh, I I fully believe and allow in 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 paying and paying dare i even use the word handsomely people that do come and and are going to minister the gospel there and and that's i think that that's scriptural that we that we do that so you have a you have mm -hmm. a balance you have to keep okay a balance in this okay because mm -hmm. i've i've been down this road too so i can speak on it as well as an artist and as a dj okay i don't do live dj like you do i do only here on the on digital on, on the on the air However, there is a balance between getting paid mm -hmm. and understanding the situation you're in. Okay? 
Yeah. You can go blindly into an event. They tell you, I want this, this, and this. Okay, how you feel about that situation is how you're going to approach the residual end of it. Right. It's not going to be one size fits all. True. Okay. So, someone like DJ LA knows what he's doing. He's been doing it for a while. You say, okay, I need a Christian DJ, someone who can spend some really good hot cuts. I need him for three hours. Okay. I know him. So I know what I'm going to get from him. So whatever we decide is a fair, I'll put maybe an extra five or 10% on there. Right. Because I know he, I know he's a man of God. Right. Okay. Somebody else comes at him and say, you know what? I heard about you, a referral, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's going to pay him straight pay. Okay. I'll give you whatever we agree on. That's it. You come do your thing. You bounce out. True. Now, if it's God ordained, he may do a salvation call at the end of his set. He may do something different. Whatever God leads him to do. Just because you're getting paid doesn't mean you're not going to change up the whole situation. Once you get there, put the equipment up and everything, according to whatever they ask mm -hmm. for, you don't know what's going to happen. Because he's a Christian DJ. He's led by the Lord. Okay? There's nothing wrong with getting taken care of. Okay? Right. The problem comes in is when strings and obligations come into effect. Because I paid you, I expect you. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's like with this station. This whole station. You and them all together. No one breathing on this earth puts into the station besides my household. Okay? No church, no organization, no company. There's no sponsors. We do what we do. No one can tell us what to do. Right. Okay? The whole station, 24 hours a day. There's no strings, no obligations. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, someone has a problem with me. Kick rocks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kick rocks, bro. <laughs> uh, you know? Yeah. You know, straight, like, straight like that. Straight. Straight. Like that. straight, straight it really, it really straight. is. Because, see, a lot of stuff that we talk about can be very controversial. Yeah. We're open the show controversy. Now, I. We did. We did. Yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> I look at it like this, bro. Yeah, y'all definitely did. Y'all definitely did. I was listening. I was like, oh, oh yeah. This you were listening. Yeah, I thought But when I, when I hear what we talk about, like my wife shows last night, 9 o'clock, she talked about some stuff that was highly controversial. She brought some stuff up. Mm. I can back up what you say because I put you on. You see what I'm saying? I right, right. agreed to put you on because I feel you have something to say that's going to matter. I don't care how controversial it is. Oh, Blue, you know, I heard so-and-so say so-and-so is about so-and-so. Okay, so what's your point? Well, you know, I think that was I was kind of, you know, kind of far off on a different... I don't care what you think. The views and opinions of this program does not necessarily... I put a disclaimer in there for a reason. Because if you don't agree... <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you haven't heard my feelings before. Just go for it, man. Do it. Keep All right? it. Keep on pushing it, you know? <laughs> But, you know, it's, kick rocks, you kick, kick, kick rocks, bro. You know, um, <laughs> you know, but no, I, <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and leave so right now, adamant, okay? Like, I'm gonna go ahead and leave right now, right? So adamant, like kick rocks, kick rocks. <laughs> but it's, it's because we are in such a hypersensitive society. Everyone's about their feelings. I feel like. I feel like. I feel like. Well, <laughs> you, you, you could you could get somewhere with those feelings. Take that somewhere somewhere else. I want to know 
make it make sense to me. You gotta make it make sense to me so I can unpack it and say, okay, yep, that makes sense to me. I understand what you're saying. Because right. we're not a conservative station. We're very out the box. And we say some stuff that won't go on Christian programming. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you tell me the beginning of this show today, the first 15 <laughs> minutes of this show, would that be on Christian programming? Yep. <laughs> no. They'd have been like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was interrupt this broadcast. <laughs> 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 You've been like, no. I'm done deal. <laughs> so you begin to cancel button. Cancel this guy. Right. So, but I see what the what Boy Blue is saying there. You're saying like when uh, normally uh, when there when when comes payment there, then it comes strings attached. Of course. Now the bottom line is this: is that me mm-hmm. as an artist. Now keep in mind that I'm I'm not a rap artist, and the only thing I can rap is Christmas <laughs> he, presents. He can't even do okay? that. Okay. Uh, not very well, but you know, all right. What's the point of Chris rapping Christmas presents? Because you're gonna wrap them the night before, and they're gonna get ripped up right away a couple of hours later. So why do it? Let me guess. Are you the guy that puts the Christmas present in a grocery bag and puts the tape on it? If if it's not too much work, yes, I will. Okay, I will. My dad used to be that way. He's like, yeah, I'm like, you something. know what? I'm gonna I, keep it. I'm gonna keep it in the Albertsons bag and put a couple staples in it. It's like, you know what? I know what you're gonna do with this paper. Why am I sitting here wrestling with this paper like I'm wrestling Hulk Hogan? Okay, what? trying to go ahead and get it straightened out and everything. All right, and then and then you're gonna rip it up after a, a couple hours later. No, I'm putting all that work in. Hey, tell, here. Me, how, tell me how you really feel. Here's the gift. Here's the gift. I love you. Appreciate you. Okay. All right. Back to what was what oh, was I saying? Man. He, right, okay. he went. He went. He went. Right. <laughs> you went. You went. Ham a Porky Pig, bro. Yeah. Don't let me ask you for it, dude. Because I already know it's not a good rap. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm just gonna give it to you like it is. There you go. You know. I'll still have the sticker on it too. Yeah. Oh, $9.99 Walmart. <laughs> seriously? Are you that tacky, bro? No. No, I'm not that tacky. Okay. Give me the receipt too. <laughs> give me the receipt so I can turn it back in. <laughs> Okay, so back to what we were doing. How to get on, how to get off on that? Yeah, just, I talked about rapping. Okay, you just tap. You just tap right. my brain, bro. So, but but here's the thing: if an artist is going to go ahead and have strings attached to it, there, then me as an artist, I'm going to go ahead and say, you know what? No deal, man. We're not going to have this. Okay, there's a difference between stopping something and understanding why you're stopping something. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're getting paid to do an event, whatever the amount that money is and however long you're going to do it for, there is a discernment behind that. If you're a godly man, if you're not a godly man, you go, you're just doing it for the money, then that's a different story. But if you're a godly person mm-hmm. and you're doing godly music, I'm, I'm using all kind of godly here, and you know, okay, this is going to be kind of dicey. Depending on where it's at, mm-hmm. depending on whose it is, if you know the ministry, if you know the business, Okay. Usually, when it comes to business, like you know, if you're gonna do it in a, at a at a grocery store, or you do it like in a parking lot of a grocery store, or you do something like that, you know, usually it's just business. Okay. Well, you know, I'll pay you, you know, X amount of dollars to my right, right. hours and play some good music, you know, um, because you know it's just the way it works. Churches usually do a love offering. Usually, okay, I'll give you a love offering. We'll take up an offering for you. Jeez, man. See how you talk about it. Hey, don't some churches don't love people too much. Right, straight for the bottom of the barrel on that one, huh? Why don't you dig real deep in your pockets, find the quarters in there, you know? Boy, uh, you know, all right, let me give you an example, all right? I'm going to give you an example. Doesn't that sound, like, really hammy? Like, Uh, you know what? Everybody out here in the country, we already took our building fund and our parking lot fund, but we're going to take an offering for this artist. uh, I want to talk to you. Dig deep. 
All right. So, <laughs> how many of you guys have heard of Keith Green? You ever heard of Keith Green, Boy Blue? No, nah, off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So, mm-hmm. DJ LA, I, I, I don't think you've ever heard of Keith Green. All right? Um, okay. No. If you have, you're, tell you're me. by yourself on this, somebody. All right. So, Keith Green was one of the original <laughs> Jesus people Christian artists. Okay? He was contemporary Christian before contemporary Christian music came out. Okay. We're talking about the late 70s and the early 80s. Okay, now, mm. and he was, you ask any person in the Christian music industry there, he was, if not the most influential artist of Christian music of all time. Now, here's... I don't know about that guy. Wow. Now, here's what, what happened one time in his story one time. He talked about how he went ahead and he did a show at a church, right? And the pastor had promised to go ahead and pay him a certain amount. Now we're talking back in the '70s, okay? Now uh, we're talking about back in the uh, the the uh, the Jesus movement and things like that. Oh dear, you're talking about when a quarter actually meant something. I'm I'm I thought you were going to joke about it and say we talk about when Moses. Uh, I was around when Moses was around. Okay, we already know that. We've already established it. Thirty-three weeks later, we already established that. If I had a selfie, I would have taken. A, if I had a uh, if I had my cell phone with it, I would have taken a picture of Moses. Uh, um, uh, when he received the when he when he was standing before the 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 the, the burning bush, okay. I actually would want a picture of you in a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That'd been great. <sighs> yeah, I know. I'll work on that. I'll get it to you sooner <laughs> or later. Okay, but here goes. All right, and he drove. He said the first thing he said was he he said you know what I'll I'll go ahead and uh, I, I so he was supposed to get paid by the pastor. Now afterwards he came out and the pastor told him I'm sorry you know what we had to go ahead and. Uh, we, we had to go ahead and cover this expense and that expense and so on and so forth. So basically, he didn't get paid. He got in his van with him and his wife and his, uh, one, of his, uh, and one of his children, drove down the street there, and then all of a sudden said, you know what, no, that's not right. And he turned around and came back and he said to the pastor, he said, you promised to pay me. And basically, he confronted the pastor mm-hmm. about it there. And I don't remember the outcome of it there, but I understood what he was saying, you know. Uh, so, but basically, that uh, basically there, yeah. The whole thing is is that is that a, a work a, a workman is worthy of his hire. A workman is work. A workman is worthy of his hire. And we should be. And if you're coming to do a concert, things like that, I have no problem at all with going ahead and paying somebody to do that. Okay, and, well, that shouldn't be a problem to begin with. Unfortunately, religion and all kinds of other crazy nonsense that gets in the way, and you start feeling entitled. Okay? And, and I'm not talking about the artists. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the church or whatever else. This is a problem with it. Okay? I've dealt with this many different different times where people are like, well, you know, you're doing it for the church. You should you should do it, you know, for the love of the Lord. You know, we'll do an offering for you. You know, we're past that. This ain't the 90s no more, my friend. Okay? We're past all that offering stuff. We, we established this before I even step on the property okay this, yeah. this is what it costs this is what it costs this is what's, what it's going to be um, and regardless of what you may or may not think is right it's still going to be that this is the deal right now there was a time in my life where yes an offering was something that was you know acceptable okay I'll give you love I'll just sell my merch you know outside you don't sell your merch inside the church that's, that's, that's completely against God <laughs> but you sell it in a four-year, you know, you get your shirts, your your CDs, your whatever you do. Um, and that was sufficient mm-hmm. because now, see, what happened was the ministry changed because of 
of, of insufficient funds. Okay, we thought, okay, since we're artists, they're gonna give us a handsome amount. We can we, we can we can move church to church with the amount of money they're giving because usually it's a couple hundred bucks. We're good, right? Okay, that didn't happen. People are getting shortchanged because the, the the offering wasn't an offering. It was more like an insult. Yeah, like I said, the love offering. Not a whole lot of people love, loved not, everybody. Not love, okay. <laughs> so what happened was, is it? I don't love you. You don't love me. You ain't getting my money. <laughs> I don't love you. Hey, got it. Hey, hey, give me, give me hey, your money. Hey. Don't you worry. Hey, Dirt. Hey. <laughs> give you no money. Ain't getting no money. Keep on walking down the street. Okay. Word I, that. I, Keep on singing, dude. <laughs> Keep on walking down I'm the sorry, street. Keep on using those shoes on your feet. Oh my goodness gracious. Don't even bother say greet. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, okay, so okay, all right. What the point I'm trying to make to you to you guys worldwide is this is that it got it became insufficient and ungodly to shortchange artists is often offering because you're doing a blind payment okay we don't know how much money is going to be in that play off that offering and these guys don't know who the artist is so you're putting the five ten and it was pretty good in the beginning i mean we could we could survive off that but at time gone on they got getting more religious and like we're not going to offer that we're not going to do that or if you get up like say your offering was bigger than the offering for the church that's happened, bro. I'm serious. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That's happened. Where, you know, you give your tithe, well, tithe is old school, but when you give your offering to the church, for the church, your member, you give it to it, right? And then, oh, we're going to take a love offering for, for MC, MC Jesus. And then he gets, you get the offering and they're like, wait a minute, why is there 600 bucks for him and only 300 bucks for us? They start feeling some type of way. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my, that's an insult. You, you, what are you doing? But what they don't understand is that this is a one-time thing for that artist. Yeah, true. The church gets residuals all the time because we put into the storehouse of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So they got they start, they start feeling some type of way. They start feeling a little bit salty about that. Like, nah, a little shade. It's not great. Right? So what happens is now the artist says, no more love offerings. We're going to say payment. Okay? You're going to establish with me. This is who I am. This is my social media following. I have this many followers on all these platforms that I'm on. You're going to pay me according to those numbers. Mm -hmm. True. I know. Jeez. My, my little puppy's like, I get paid too. <laughs> 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 yeah. So uh, crazy thing about it is, is that it was a st it started being established. Uh -huh. well, what, what being established brings the strings and obligations. So now you have the truth saying, okay, well, I'm paying you a certain amount of money now. No love offering. I'm paying you out of our out of our finances. Right. Now you're going to do it. And if you don't do it, I'm going to complain. I'm going to spread all over social media that you are a lightweight. That you are a loser. Not godly, but real. Because now it's a business transaction. It's no longer a church transaction. Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? You see where we're going with right. this? Okay. So a lot of uh -huh. people start saying, I don't want to get... It, it is not becoming of a minister to get paid in a business fashion. They should be paid by a, a, a offering. I, I don't I don't buy that okay, at all. Okay, well, yeah. we, we established that part, and I understand that. But okay. I'm this is the reason why it turned that way. Yeah. So now artists need to get paid for the travel, like you say, three or four hours, 
you're traveling, you're sitting, they want all the bells and whistles, they want all the smoke and mirrors, and then they want you to do all this stuff and like, okay, I'm gonna give you 50 bucks. That doesn't even pay for my sweat on my brow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. How 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 salty yeah. you get after yeah. a while? You're like, no, this isn't worth it. I'm not. And what happens is you don't want to do it for the Lord no more, because now you're realizing that for the Lord ain't getting you anywhere. Well, in that fashion, okay, in that yeah. fashion. Mm -hmm. Right. So now you sacrifice your, your your relationship with the Lord, because what you're doing for Him isn't bringing you satisfactory results in a financial way. And it becomes a burden for you there because you see where I'm going with this, right? Okay, you see, you, you follow me. Mm -hmm. So, when I asked DJ LA that question, it's not like I've asked a ton of people that question, it's because he's on a different spectrum, he's not an actual verbal musician, he's a DJ, he brings all types of music to the forefront, not just his. Not you know, what I'm saying it's different. I know because I'm one, I was a recording artist. And then I'm a DJ. Two different worlds. Okay? So he brings something to the table that a lyrical artist doesn't bring. You, you follow me? Right, right. Okay, so that's why I asked him that question because of the different type of perception behind it. When you're a lyrical or a recording artist asking for money to perform music, it's different than when you're a DJ asking to go in there and to keep the party lit. Or keep the church lit. Yeah. Or whatever the case. It's a different paradigm. Okay, it ain't the same thing. So if I want to go out and perform my music that I wrote, performed, recorded, and all that, they're putting money into me as an artist. Mm -hmm. If I'm a DJ, they're putting money into a person bringing music to the to the to the congregation in a different right, fashion. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You can go to a stage or to an altar, mm -hmm. which is a microphone, and perform anything you want. What he does requires turntables, microphones, amps speakers all set up we must have a moving truck I'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> nope that, that, that. you want to know what i'm moving in right now no idea check it take a wild guess take uh, a wild guess you're okay let me guess okay you're, you're right when you go to an event you're driving a white van of no windows besides on the front and the back nope hmm, okay i am driving in a dodge challenger all my equipment i can get in a dodge Whoa. challenger that is special. I don't know anyone could do that. <laughs> so you got it all piled yep, up in your so Dodge I, Challenger, huh? Yeah, the Dodge Challengers, and I got 15-inch speakers, so they fit in the back. Like the Dodge Challenger trunk is actually really spacious. I got a uh, a uh, a DJ booth that folds into the bag, and the setup is a pretty big DJ booth, and it just folds, so I can just put it in my car. So everything just sits. I put my turntables in there, you know. And that's it. You know, of course, my cords and all that other stuff goes in the bag. But literally, I can fit everything in the Dodge Challenger. Wow, that's uh, that's that's pretty good, man. <laughs> so, especially with yeah, the, those. Nah, uh, it's tight in the back, <laughs> but <laughs> it's tight, huh? No, absolutely. No breathing yeah, room. But... So you know, yeah, I, I, but, I want um, yeah. I wanted to mention this, and uh, and Boy Blue, if you have a if uh, if. Um, Hopefully this is in the, the same direction that we're that we're going here. Um, let me ask. You, so one of the things that we were discussing today, actually before you came on the air, there we was talking about how uh, God has given us His Spirit, and it uh, and uh, because of that we now cry out, Abba Father. And then you talked about how you had a, a wonderful man of God 
come to you and talk to you about the Lord and open up, basically open this up to, uh, 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 you know, you, you fully dedicated yourself to the Lord. And now you're in this ministry here that you're, that you have now. And I think that basically what happened was that man became, uh, I, uh, if I can dare say this, he, he gave you, God used him to give you, uh, to open up those things inside of you there that, that, that were in you there for this ministry there. And uh, it was basically that God used him as like a father figure to you there, if, I, if I'm saying that correctly there, to open up those gifts that were inside of you there to step into where you're at now at this moment. Is that correct? Um, or do you, do, you, do, you, do you know what I'm saying? Right there, right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would say yeah. He, um, he definitely, clearly, he definitely discipled me. Um, yeah, sure. I, I would, I would say that yeah, for sure. Because without him, I wouldn't recognize. You know, I wouldn't understand what I know about the Bible, who God's called me to be now, without him teaching me those things. So absolutely, yeah, I would say that. I agree. So it's important that that is the case in every right one's life. That absolutely. That's. That's where I was. That's where I was going with that uh, that question there. I I am privileged to say uh, and that I have a, a a spiritual father in my life, a pastor in my life there that did not go ahead and put the brakes on me there when I got saved. As a matter of fact, he took me to my first rock concert. Okay, <laughs> we piled up all the whole youth group. And, th- and we got, and we traveled from Vegas to California to go see, uh, I'm not going to mention their name, but Boy Blue knows them, okay? Oh, stop it already with that band. You're oh, no. One of these days, we're, they're going to be on the show here as a guest, okay? By the way, they're yeah. coming here June the 10th, okay? And I'm buying you tickets. Oh, boy. Yes, I, I am. Okay. Oh, my Anyways, okay. This band. Oh, my God. I've been hearing this for 20 plus years. The same band. The 33 shows now, okay? 33 shows, the same All right. band. But he took me to go see one of the best Christian heavy metal bands out there back in 84 Striper. there. And go ahead. You said the name. I'll, I'll Go ahead. Striper, okay? Striper, yes. This guy, is, this guy is like infatuated with Striper. I'm not infatuated with Striper. Really? I, no, I'm not. So what do you call I'm, it? I'm not. It's not infatuation. What do you call it then? I'm a fan of theirs. It's not. Oh, you're not a fan, bro. You're not a fan. I am a fan of theirs. You're, you're like I, a loyal listen, 5,000. I don't have pictures of them hanging up on my wall, okay? I can't but, testify to that. I had never seen your room. I can't testify to that. <laughs> well, well come on down. Have, Anytime. You probably have 10 <laughs> posters and all kinds of signatures okay. and all kinds of stuff. I will admit, when I was younger, all right, I this is honest truth, okay, in my apartment, uh, striper i had every inch of my wall covered with striper uh, uh striper uh, pictures oh, dear. back oh, in the day gracious. okay there was not one and i'm not exaggerating when i say this there was not one bit of wall left okay and you're telling me you're not infatuated that was back when i was a teenager that changed. was like 150 years ago okay you're, you're still so, the same weirdo you are before i'm weird okay but i'm I, but i don't i i don't have the number one i i, I have a house now that i have to keep neat okay <laughs> it's called it, it's called investment mortgage and well, things. But, I, I i can definitely uh, say that so i can definitely say that i was the same way about tupac yeah I, when I it took, wasn't a Christian rock man or a Christian rapper, but I was into Tupac, man. But when Listen, I, I'm, I'm looking at the pictures now, I'm cracking up at this group. Oh, Striper? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. these, 
these and this is these taxi yellow black outfits. I'm telling listen, you, man, they this were definitely 80s. Listen, it was 80s rock and roll, you man. Okay, no, I didn't have a mullet. No, I didn't go that far. I I did not have a mullet. The Christian version of Kiss. I had a rock. I had a rat tail. Okay, you're you're a liar, bro. No, I had a rat tail. I didn't have a mullet. Do not blow on the back of my neck and tell me it's windy. You're uh, a liar, listen. Bro. I did not have a mullet. Even I didn't go that low. Okay, uh, I didn't go Billy Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus low. Okay, bro, I, got- I can guarantee you. <laughs> L.A. is saying the same thing I'm saying. He's like, man, this is like the Christian version of Kiss. You don't. Yes, they were the Christian version yeah, of Kiss, which is why I like them. All right. Really? You didn't tell me you like Kiss. I'm listen to them. I like out. music. I like heavy metal. You knew that. You, you, you never told me about Kiss. Jesus, we love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Y'all throwing some shade over here, man. Jeez. Because you told me you weren't infatuated before. I'm not infatuated with him. How do you not know that? I was a fan of theirs. You've been, bro. I'm still a fan of theirs, but. Alright, I will tell you the truth. When I took that. For the Lord. <laughs> Look here, when I took the pictures down off my wall, there was an echo in the room. No kidding, I thought you having a ceremony too. No, but but, but here's what I was saying. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm taking down the paper. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm a sinner. I had to move. I was not because of the photos. (laughs) If I would have seen you back then, I probably would have been blind. Listen, you think you're Bandamir now? I will tell you one thing: I never had a mullet. I never got Billy Ray Cyrus desperate. Okay, <laughs> all right. And, but I did have a rat tail. You know what? Do you know what a rat tail was? Unbelievable. Yeah, it was the most disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still put it on your body. <laughs> okay, but my point being is, is that my pastor took me to go see these guys. All right, oh, and God. you know what? He never, he never. Uh, he never said, hey, listen, you shouldn't be listening to that stuff, whatever. And I thank dude, God that he didn't. Dude, it was Striper. What is he going to say to you? It's godly music. You're really barking up the wrong tree at this point. I'm, You're telling I'm me making, your, pa- your pastor wouldn't tell you not to listen? To th- of course he wouldn't tell you that because it's Christian music. Yes, my point being is, is that he was if he was, was aware like, enough. With if the, it was Metallica, I could tell him, oh, yeah, we don't want to listen to that. Jeez, no, but understand, man. Hello. But no, he tells you, Striper, are you trying, what testimony is that? It's my point being is, is that my pastor wasn't, wasn't one of those people that will stop you. You know, there was a, there, uh, there was, if he had have said that to me, if he had said, stop, you know, stop listening to that music, I probably would have said, you know, I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm, I may not have gone ahead and continued to walk on with the Lord like I did, but thankfully I did. Did he introduce you to Striper? He did. Okay, so what is your point? My point is, is that he wasn't he wasn't a religious person to say you can't listen to that music. If he, so you telling me that religious people are even against Striper? Were they? Uh, were they ever against Striper? <laughs> the answer is yes. Did you see what they look like? Okay. Yeah, LA's telling you what it looked like. Look like lollipops and <laughs> kiss. Uh, listen, LA. Actually, <laughs> L- 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 
Go take a, make sure that you look at their updated version. They're no longer wearing the yellow and yes, black like yes, that. Okay, they, so they look a little bit they more did, modern. Okay? They did the whole Bon Jovi thing. They lost the crazy hair and they went more modern. Yes. Okay. My, I get it, bro. My, my point is this. Okay, is that my pastor saw beyond those things. Okay. And he looked at the gift that was inside of me there and decided, he said, you know what? We're going to nurture that gift inside of you there. We need fathers in our lives, spiritual fathers in our lives to do that. Spiritual fathers that are not going to say, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do that over there. You can't do that over there. What they're going to concentrate on is the gift that God has put inside of us there to and nurture that and help us grow in that. Okay, so now we're talking about two different perspectives here. Talking about one person who has a gift that uses it for the Lord, another person who's listening to crazy music, and a, a pastor who isn't ashamed to tell you who to listen to. Seriously, bro? What, what are you talking about? I... <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm making the point so much here that even a blind man could see it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, my yo, point being is, is that I he didn't the, go ahead and squelch. He didn't stop. The thing is, is that he didn't stop you from being you. That's he just, he that's you, what he just gave you a Christian alternative that was wasn't so accepted. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Me when I was coming up, I mean, I I had nobody but T Bone. You think church wanted T Bone in their church? Oh no, it's bald hoodlum. We don't want that guy in the church. You know, he 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 tell you a whole story of you know if he ever told you the story again of how much difficulty and backlash he got from churches because he was bald and he was gangbang looking and he was from the streets and all that stuff and they didn't well god forbid you put that in the church geez what a testimony that is you know so i get what you're saying what i'm mm -hmm. saying is is that <sighs> i don't un <laughs> i don't get <laughs> 80s 90s holy cow Best music ever. All right, just thought I'd throw that out. Well, uh, of course, anybody. DJ, <laughs> DJ LA, are you still with us uh, there? <laughs> yeah. He yeah, I'm, I'm here. He knows I'm, look, I'm sitting here researching the group. I'm looking like, oh, this is crazy. I'm, I'm going to check him out tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So you got him on a whole different tip now. See, uh, uh, for those of you who want to research it, it's S-T-R-Y-P-E-R. -E okay, thank you. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. This uh, is a thanks for telling me now. <laughs> A little Listen, like, I, let a little I'll late, be honest, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn how to spell it. I accidentally typed in stripper. I'm like, hold on, this is not stripper. This is not Christian programming. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, oh by God. the way, salvation Say that again slowly. Salvation through redemption, yielding, peace, encouragement, righteousness. Wow. Striper. Jeez, he, Sponsored by Striper he, Fan Club United. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Oh, I'm not infatuated. He proves every second he's infatuated. I do not have one single poster of them on the wall. Yeah, you're also because I got too many Rocky posters on there. Okay, another, don't I got no room for it. Another infatuation. Now listen, you talking to a Philly guy? Don't go there, or well, <laughs> don't don't go there on the. I'm not not me. I'm not the Philly guy, but you're talking. You know, you got you got DJ okay. LA on okay, here. Then ask okay, then ask LA. Ask how ask LA how many posters of Rocky or Philadelphia he has on his walls. 
I don't. <laughs> All right. DJ LA, how many posters of Rocky do you have on your wall? That would be zero. Zero. <laughs> Two eggs. He's in the heartland, and he don't have any. Do you, do you think the people of Philadelphia have posters of Rocky all over their walls? Come on. I would say the older generation for sure. Yeah, see, he's even, he's, he is certifying this. The older generation, no flow. Listen, they're on Creed right now. You know, Creed is the new, you know, so. Creed, Creed's good. Creed is the new Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Creed's good, but you, well, God forbid. Uh, no flow go to Creed, what, three or four or whatever it was? I ain't watching that one new. No, I'm not supporting that one. You really want to get me in some trouble right now. <laughs> All right, don't you? Don't you? I'm not it was good, it. though. I saw it. It was actually pretty good. Well, uh, you I know, it. It good. he has his reasons behind not watching the Creed. I ain't watching. Okay, there you go. He put oh, the, you are smoke. putting me on the smoke. spot. I love it. Go all ahead. Right. I'll give you a reason. Okay, I'll tell you the reason why. All right? Okay, we have a few okay. minutes. Go ahead. All right, here goes. All right, so bottom line is this. How in the world it? How in the world did we get on this subject, by the way? Okay. <laughs> Anyways. I don't even know. I'm we telling you. We were from DJ L.A., he did warn you that we are not structured, okay? <laughs> so it goes all over the place. We talked about paying a Christian artist. We talked about Striper. We talked about Creed. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I told you. Top 10 questions my foot. <laughs> all right. All right, so here goes, all right? So the guy that produced the the the, uh, the producer of Rocky, his name is Irvin Winkler, all right? Irvin Winkler uh, uh, did not give Stallone the rights. Uh, Stallone does not own the rights to the movie uh, Rocky or the, to the character of Rocky, okay? Uh, Urban Winkler has uh, basically gouged uh, gouged him for all those uh, for uh, for hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue coming from from uh, from the Rocky franchise from the Rocky franchise, right? Because regardless of what anybody believes, Stallone does not actually own the rights to that to that character and to those movies. There, okay. Established. Uh, Irvin Winkler took that from him when, uh, uh, before the first Rocky was ever created. So this, so the Creed movie that was done now, okay, was done really without, without Stallone's um, blessing, so to speak. And so I'm like, you know, all right, I just don't think it. There, there you go. There you go. You don't put me on the hot seat now. Now everybody in Philadelphia is, yeah. Anyway, there you okay. go. Phil loves Listen, it, now, buddy. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, yes, we we have been all over the board, man. We uh, there, there's no there's no such thing as a top ten. This is just a wonderful, wonderful appearance. DJ LA has rocked the house, not on, not on the turntables, but on testimony. He's been an awesome guest. We we totally appreciate it. So at this time, right now, with about eight minutes left on the show. I humbly ask DJ LA to lead the world that's listening right now into salvation. Amen. Um, so if you don't know the Lord, you know, I will say this, serving God and the one true God, Jesus Christ. Um, if you want to get saved, you want to change your life, you want to do something different, this is your time now. Um, you know, I'm not going to be long with it, with it, but, you know, 
you know if you've been dealing with something in your life and you feel like there's nobody else there. We serve a God who's capable to do everything. Um, he changed my life. He's changed you know, these gentlemen's lives. He changed a lot of lives. You know, when it first starts with submission, I have an open heart. Serving God, our God, is not about being perfect. You know what I mean? It's literally about Him perfecting. And part of that perfecting is just saying, I'm a sinner. You know, I do things wrong, and I can't do this without you. You know, so, you know, I will lead people to Christ by saying, if this is what you want to do, you want to change your life, you want something different, this is where it starts. By just first submitting yourself to God, and after that, getting in your word, and then finding a foundation of a church. And that church is a meaning, and let's clarify, because, you know, there's a lot of different churches out there, but finding a church that for one, follow the Bible to the T, and that means literally from the beginning to the end, and is willing to help build you in spiritual growth. They're not willing to build you up and teach you. That is not where God wants you to be at. Any true church that's of Jesus Christ is going to teach you and train you how to be a disciple. So you are somebody who's looking to do something different, or even if you want to rededicate your life to God, I advise you this is your time now. You know, even after this, if I'm not on this radio show or whatever, I want for anybody to reach out and, you know, get them my testimony or preach the word of God to them or just give them life through the word of God. So, amen. 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 Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you taking your time with us. I think we had such an amazing show. We covered a lot of topics. And, man, God, grace all over your ministry. Continue to, to, to bring just the great music that you do in your stuff. And, man... I, I humbly say thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Hey, you know, also too there, very quickly before you go, uh, DJ LA there, uh, go ahead and uh, let everybody know your uh, uh, your website. Let everybody know where they can reach you and uh, what uh, you said you got something coming up here in five days. Uh, so get, go ahead, give us that information. Sure, sure. So um, even though my name is DJ LA, I also have a Christian podcast. Um, called the Marty Mars Show, um, where we talk about a whole bunch of different topics. Um, but however, all my social media, my Instagram is at the Marty Mars Show. That's T H E M A R T Y M A R Show. And again, that's on Instagram and YouTube. You follow me, man. All of my content is on there. I'm super excited. Um, first ever Christ Vibes. Summer Jam 2023 is actually next Saturday in Swedesboro, New Jersey, which is right outside of Philadelphia. Man, it's from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. We got six artists performing. We got their Christian rappers. We got a Christian rap group. We got singers. We even got spoken word. Uh, cost of $20. I'm on Eventbrite. Um, and for adults, $10 for children. Man, listen, get your tickets now. And even if you can make it, man, if you could just support this event, man, I would appreciate it, man. Listen, all this goes to, like, building up this ministry. Eventually, I want this thing to be a big, large Christian concert every year. But it starts right here. And I definitely want to shout out to Rock Life Church in Sweetsboro, New Jersey. Um, that pastor, Pastor Damon and Shane Dukes, man, for allowing me to, you know, even use their church, man. They have a beautiful church. So next Saturday, Christ Lives in the Jam. Again, even if you can't make it, just support the ministry. I would appreciate it, man. It's going to be a dope time. Absolutely. Yeah. You heard that, guys. Support them. Um, yep, there's, yep. There will be links on the Encore version of this once we get past Monday. When I put up the, the uh, on-demand, there will be 
um, links to his stuff so you guys can keep, you know, updated with him. Amen. Other than that, man, thank you so much. God trace on you. And we definitely appreciate you being part of the house party tonight. And one more thing. I want I want to see that video of you running up the steps, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. All video. right. <laughs> okay. Well, I got you. Now, when I tag y'all in it, don't be surprised. No, no. Yeah, yeah I want I want you to tag us in it because we got to see it, okay? We got to see it. All right. Yeah, we got we got we we definitely got to see that. <laughs> all right, man. So definitely, man. Much love to you. Thank, right, you man, for, thank you. Thank you so much. We love you, brother. All right. God all bless right. you. I appreciate y'all, man. Have a good one. Yes, sir. Oh man, what a show, man! Oh man, DJ LA rocking the house. Definitely appreciate him being a part of the house party. His fingerprints on this show—it's awesome. Oh, it was great. It was great, man. I tell you what. And uh, hey, I know we only got about a minute or so here. You know what? What do we got to proclaim? What do we got to what? What do we got to proclaim? We proclaimed that in the beginning of the show. I know, but we also proclaim it at the end of the show too. Okay, well, lead away. All right, here goes. Hey. Guess what? Jesus is Lord. Hey, check it out, guys. <clears throat> so, live tonight, Friday, Monday, Encore Show. That's going to be on demand. Definitely support it. Click it. Listen to it. Support DJ LA and all he does. Um, we're coming up on this coming Sunday, Pentecost Sunday. We're going to have DJ I Rock Jesus and Pastor Mike G live with us for our Pentecost Sunday show. Don't forget it. Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific. We will be live. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be amazing. And the new Ghost Rider mixtape is going to be debuted that day, too. My new my new mixtape is going to come out. Awesome. Can't I can't wait for people to hear this. It's good stuff. Awesome. Okay. So that's coming out. Man, we got show after show. It's been wonderful. This whole month of May has been great. I'm telling you. Man, beautiful stuff. So, no flow. Jesus is Lord. He loves you. And like I say, after every show every time pentecost because he paid it at all costs we love you much love to you we'll talk to you later bless you guys
Solution to pollution. 